I do not like this song. I just made it in about three minutes. It's not good. None of them are good, Jeff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 118. It's Monday night, August 15th, 2022. Thank you for listening. Who is here tonight with me? In studio is Brian Clark. Hey. Hey, Brian. Coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota is Bo Brady. How's it going? What up, Bo? What are we going to talk about tonight? It is the off season. There's really nothing going on in the NBA. So I figure we'll just kind of, well, you talked about maybe talking about the Grizzlies. That's our team. This is our town. We're bored. Let's talk Grizz. We can have some fun with that. and We'll find our way throughout the show. Whatever. If you're new to House of Hoops, please visit our website. It's uh, houseofhoops.com. H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There's all kinds of things to look at on there. We hope you enjoy tonight. up everyone what's happening hey actually uh, i like that one jeff <laughs> i like i i think that's a good intro song thanks i kind of liked it too look i would i would petition for that i've kind of thought that we need like a permanent it's it's coming someday intro, you know i would petition for that to be like a permanent intro i've made 50 songs <laughs> <laughs> i save them all <laughs> And I figure at some point I'll take what I like about all of them and make one. <laughs> no, this is just practice and fun. Whatever. That, that it sounded like a it sounded like a podcast intro song, right? Maybe I don't know. To me, to I feel like it's it's like an evolution, mm-hmm. and eventually, like if we find something we really like, we'll we'll stick with it. But I don't think I think it's too early. Okay. You're, you're the music maker. Also, you're the dreamer of dreams. Also, I think it's hilarious <laughs> to just make up music, <laughs> if you want to call it music. I think it's funny and uh, keeps things fresh to me. I got nothing better to do, man. <laughs> We're just a few dudes with nothing to lose, man. So, Bo. Yeah. 
we're going to be off next week. Yep. And we're going to kind of go every other weeks till basketball till, resumes. Till it's go time. Mm hmm. So <clears throat> let's make it a good one. What have you been up to last week? <laughs> you know, nothing. It's hot outside, of, okay? It's not too hot here. I haven't really been up to a whole lot. It's hot, and I'm going to turn the seat warmers on you. Yes, you are. Actually, mine were on the other day by accident. It was not pleasant. <laughs> What's been going on? What's up with you? Uh, not everybody are- else. No, no, no. Not everybody else. What's up with you? There's something, <sighs> there's something going on with everybody. Always. What's going on with you? With me? Yeah, be, be selfish for a minute, Bo. It's okay. You're uh, among I've friends. Been, How are I've you been feeling? enjoying, uh, uh, you know, a little, little burned out on the summertime. We've got another three weeks plus of this. Yeah. I, I've been it, hearing that a lot around town. Like, people are ready for the seasons to change. I'm yeah. just ready for the kids to be back in school and have something kind of permanent to be doing for a while. <laughs> here here yeah. in Memphis, summer is over. <laughs> is it? Summer is fucking over. I don't think so. It is over. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Well, all the kids are going back to school, so I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Done with summer. We'll get a real... Don't tight, tell me. Real tight rain on this beer count up at work. Don't tell me. <laughs> tell everyone else. I told you I can count account for about four of those beers that we're missing, not the other fucking 20. I know you know what I drink. Uh-huh. That's it. I can't account for all that other shit. Talk to somebody else about that. Oh, it's 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 happening. <laughs> We're going on prohibition, aren't we? Nah. <laughs> no more drinking. We just gotta we just gotta be smart about it, man. Smart? Not dumb. Smart. Mm, don't don't look at me, man. Yeah, take the <laughs> shit out on somebody else. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh so Bo, what else? What else, man? Uh really just been just holding down the fort and keeping the kids busy and trying to limit their screen time they're, they're you know they're, they're, they're savages yeah how does that make you feel i like i like the kids and i like parenting uh-huh. but I, I i need to leave and go backpacking again or something hmm. are you at a position where you can hire like a part-time nanny somebody you trust I, there's no reason to try to even get involved in that school's starting and Less than a month, so it's all good. Yeah. We're just re- reaching peak summer. and Yeah, maybe next summer. Reaching- yeah, well, so we, we have them in camps and stuff. It's all good. You yeah. Could, have you thought about using, like, a online dating app to find a co-parent? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. I'd like to rehearse that, though, before I do it. Rehearsals. <sighs> yeah, I've got, the, uh, I've got the third episode queued up. I watched the second one before I came over here. I didn't realize it was a two-parter. A two-parter. He, Bowie thinks it's a two-parter. <laughs> yeah, it's not so, a two-parter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jeff kind of let the cat out of the bag, but uh, it's cool. I have to. I've got to. As soon as I get home, I've got to watch at least the third episode. I'm hooked now. <laughs> I'm totally like the first one. The first episode wasn't enough. 
Here's a couple spoiler no, spoilers, not spoilers for you. As it turns out, <laughs> winter is very expensive to maintain. <laughs> winter, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking almost lost it. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I also really like the fake mailman and his disappointment. <laughs> I have something to con- uh, to tell you guys. The rehearsal isn't actually a real show. <laughs> There's uh, something else I need to tell you guys too. Oh yeah, I stopped publishing these podcast episodes like 50 mm-hmm. episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like drinking beer and talking to you guys. I like it. This is all a rehearsal for. A future podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a rehearsal. I'm joining Laddie to go on his radio show. <laughs> and just like that, Jeff made me feel like a bad podcaster. <laughs> so what else, Bo? Dig deep. Dig deep. What else? Oh, there was a, I, I spotted a wild, probably hemp plant growing and I unrooted it and gave it to my neighbor, but I don't think he planted it yet. Oh, where? Just on the side of the road? Pretty much. Yeah. In St. Paul. Huh. All right. Yeah. That's cool. I guess there's only one way to find out if it's hemp. Yeah. It's not going to grow up there, dude. It's going to freeze. It grows. You can grow outdoor here. Bo, are you drinking a beer? I am. What are you drinking? I have a Fair State Pilsner. <sighs> Let me tell you Fair what we're about State. to drink. I like Pilsners. What do you got over there, Brian? It's got the smallest can first. Shake it. Bo, look at these. Can you see these? Oh, yeah, those are tiny. What are those? <clears throat> No, you got some lens on. I can't see what's going on. It'll uh, canned old fashioned. Put it by your face, Jeff. Oh, I don't know. I kind of saw it. Okay, so it's a canned old fashioned. I see. What you do, Jeff? It's a it's a pull tab. Oh, so pull it up and and pull it across. What is this? Shake it up a little bit. You gotta shake it up a little bit. Yeah, that's probably fine. Dash fire, canned old fashioned. I got one of these on a whim a few weeks ago. I asked the guy behind the counter at the liquor store. I said, "Hey man, are these any good?" And uh, he goes, "Yeah." He's like, "It's not the best old fashioned you'll ever have, but it's pretty good old fashioned." So Paul went, took it home, tried it out, pretty good. Uh, went back to pick some up um, before the show last Monday. And apparently a hot seller because they were all sold out. Made in the USA. Mm-hmm. Dash Fire Bourbon. Stopped by a different liquor store today. And uh, they had plenty of them. So. Made with bourbon whiskey and bitters. Garnished with an orange twist. Orange twist. Where are the oranges? They're in there. I don't think so. <laughs> They're in there. They're in the bottom of the can. Yeah, that's pretty good. Smells good. Mm-hmm. We should have 
ice balls for this. Yeah. Yeah, I really should have big, big balls of ice. Yes. Good. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> mhm. Good. Thank you for that. Mhm. Appreciate you bringing that over. This is going to get goofy real fast. <sighs> We're tough. Yeah. I can control it. How about you, Brian? What have you been up to? Um enough about Bo's hemp plant. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> uh not not much going on over here. Finished up a couple HBO shows. They had their season finales this week. Finished up Westworld, which started very strong in the fourth season. Do you know what HBO stands for? And then Home Box Office. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, Westworld. Started out good. This guy is still watching Westworld. It man, this I wasn't gonna watch the season. I watched the first episode and I was like, okay, this is I can do this. This is good. Thought it was good. Got really really bad at the end. Like they did a bunch of setup and then just tried to tie it all together too fast. Yeah, this is a little disappointing. Mm-hmm. Finished watching The Anarchist, which is hilarious. It is okay. Yeah, not intentionally. Oh, yeah, it's about these. Um, it's. They call themselves anarchists. It's a documentary. They're really just uh, like antisocial tax cheats, anti-government types, mm-hmm. non-statists, I believe is what they call themselves. They moved to Acapulco, Mexico. And uh, all these antisocial people decide to form a community. And uh, death and hilarity ensues. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the trailer. It's just like the biggest group of like alcoholic, like morons. They think they're, they all think they're smarter than everybody else, you know, mm-hmm. like even the members of their own community. So you can just, you can understand why it's like doomed to fail, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And then there's like a murder or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It ends up being, I, I think, relatively unrelated to anarchism, mm-hmm. anarchy. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's just, yeah, you're watching, you're like, these guys all think they're geniuses and they're all just regular ass idiots. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. that, that don't want to work. And there's nothing wrong with like, it's like a commune. There's nothing wrong with like not wanting. I understand not is wanting it, to work. Is it like a hippie? Commune? I understand not liking people. No, they like some of them live in like shared housing. Uh, some of them, um, they organize this anarchapoco. It's like this big conference for anarchists. And it's basically just like a, they're just clearly just like taking the entry fees and like buying these nice houses in Acapulco. Yeah. Uh, and they're all like, they, they're all really into like, uh, they, they get a lot of their money from like Bitcoin mining, Bitcoin investment. Oh, okay. And the inevitable, like when Bitcoin crashes, they're all like, <laughs> oh God, we're broke. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a fun watch just because it's like, I don't know. It was like spinal tapish, you know? Yeah. Like these people think they're amazing and they're just not, they're not. <laughs> yeah. At all. Interesting. All right. Finish those up. Um, and that's a series then? That is a series. Uh, that's it. The The Cubs and the Reds played the uh, Field of Dreams game <laughs> Thursday night. Did not oh, watch I it. I missed it. Didn't watch it. It's apparently <laughs> a hologram of Harry Carey during the seventh inning stretch. Oh, they shit. did that in Iowa, huh? Take me out of the ball game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, man. I saw that last year. I missed it this year. Last year's game was, well, it was Yankees-White Sox last year. Yeah. They picked two bad teams this year. Cubs Cubs won, though. Cubs started their worst starter, their worst starting pitcher. Oh. And he ended up getting, like, nine strikeouts and no earned runs. It's crazy. Huh. Probably because I wasn't watching. Yeah, it's like the greatest Cubs game of all time. They decided time. to play with, probably the greatest Cubs game of the season, maybe. <laughs> that was my week, man. Yeah. Did you watch the the Memphis golf tournament? I watched I watched a little bit just at work. I mean, we had it on at work all weekend. Dude. Um what a finish. I got to come in and watch. We watched the playoff. Yeah. Last night at work. I was watching here and then I had to leave to go to work, and they were on 17, mm-hmm. the leaders. And so I get to work, and, and of course, like, it's not on. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? It was on all the TVs when I left at 3. When I got back at 5, mm-hmm. it was on none of the TVs. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a yeah. big golf yeah. tournament. And not only is it in Memphis, but it's like yeah. a big deal in the PGA. Yeah. Saturday at work, I couldn't have it's enough of the TVs on the turn. I was like, dude, it's on. Yeah, like, it there's one everywhere. TV that isn't on the golf tournament, and you want me to turn that one on the golf tournament also? Yeah. Okay. They yes, they do. Fine. So what a finish, though, man. Yeah. Uh, three playoff holes, and then, like, that unlikely. Bo, did you watch it? Oh, fuck no. Okay, so on the final playoff hole, both of the guys, it's a par three. It's like a well, don't island. spoil it for me though, Jeff. I'm gonna watch it later. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> it's a par three with water and like a brick border around the green, uh, like Se- a stone separating wall the water, separating, separating the, water. the water from the yeah. green. And uh, both of them hit the the rock wall, like on top. The first guy's ball settles on the rocks. It's like maybe a foot wide mm-hmm. dude it took like five bounces too and settled on the rocks <laughs> never seen that happen before in my life and the second guy hits the rocks too mm-hmm. except his bounces in the water and it's just i've never seen anything like that and there's so much money on it's two million dollars mm-hmm. on the line the difference between first and second is probably like a million dollars what a finish like you couldn't ask for better television it's not it wasn't like just a an easy win mm-hmm. you know like at the finish like a, a close finish is what the programmers want mm-hmm. it's what the advertisers want yeah it's good for ratings it's good for golf uh it's dramatic it was what a what a fun finish to that golf tournament i didn't get to go to the tournament at all this week it kind of snuck up on me I didn't ask off or anything. Not that I would have gotten it off, but I didn't go. <laughs> it's it's earlier in the year now because it's now a right. It's a PGA tournament event. Would you have worn like a blue polo and a white hat? No, that's what everybody. The pictures I saw, everybody no. had those on. Jeff oh. would have worn black jeans. Is that the uniform? Uh, I would. Probably, he'd probably wear a black polo, golf polo. I can't remember if they make you wear shirts with sleeves in there. No, all the pictures had everybody looked like a golfer. Mm-hmm. Right. I'd probably wear like a t-shirt. Probably. I, 
I think they would want you to wear a collared shirt, but I think you don't have you to can wear a t-shirt. No, oh, you, yeah. dude, you can, yeah. ba- you can barely like be a person and get in there. They don't have a dress code. I don't know if they let like sleeveless shirts in. I think, I think you do have to wear like, I think you have to be wearing a shirt, not a tank top. Right. But don't quote me on that. Yeah. I don't think you can wear like cut off sleeve shirts, but that's what I would want to wear. <laughs> I've been before, you know, it's a fun time. I've, it's fun when you go with like a group of friends. I don't have friends that are into golf, especially into like going and well, watching. Your dad, your dad would be into it, wouldn't he? Maybe. It's a little hot for him, probably. I bet it was hot. Yeah, they tried to, I saw on Twitter, they tried to recreate like what would happen if, was that Zal, that was Zalatoris whose ball landed mm-hmm. on, mm on the wall yeah he ended up picking it up yeah he took a drop well they tried to recreate like what would happen if you hit right and of course it just like bounced off the grass and because the grass is high right there Mm -hmm. it just went bounced off and went straight into the water they had a guy out there like taking oh he went taking a shot from right there yeah yeah nice yeah somebody retweeted it was from like the the fedex st jude classic whatever that yeah like how was yeah. yeah it was it was like in a unhittable position yeah. really mm-hmm. it's probably best that he just took the one stroke mm-hmm. penalty and picked it up and moved it and he had the stroke to give because the guy yeah the other guy had to take a drop too because had to take a yeah, drop yeah. it did the same thing on the previous playoff hole which was interesting fun golf tournament though i, I love watching that because it's nationally televised and it's Memphis. it's cool we don't get a lot of that yeah and it's a it's always been a big deal here oh yeah but it's a i mean it's a part of the the tournament right so it's it's a huge deal now because it's like it's a the start of like the playoff or whatever they call it yeah yeah sorry I don't, I don't i don't my golf terminology is not <laughs> it's part of the fedex cup now gotcha. it used to just be like the saint jude classic mm-hmm. and it would be like young rising star yeah players like a lot of no names but now this one had all of the best players. Well, that could play in it. That were allowed to play yeah. in it. The Live Tournament took a lot of guys that would typically play in that contest away. Yeah. But whatever. Like Phil pl- Phil Mickelson plays in it every year. Yeah. Since like the beginning of it. But he but he couldn't this year because he's right. helping uh Trump and the Saudis on their money and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and trade mm-hmm. nuclear secrets, right? <laughs> No, it's it's a witch hunt, Brian. You just stop, stop it. Oh, sorry. There I go again. Chasing the money, man. Follow the money. Follow the money. When you can't figure out why guys are doing certain things, right? Mm-hmm. It's the money. Yeah. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, all those guys played there mm-hmm. for years. Oh, well. Let's see what else is going on. I took one of the weirdest Uber rides of my entire life. Huh. You didn't. You didn't give me the details about this. Alexa tried to explain it to me, but Alexa, my girlfriend, she was in the car. So we were out in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Didn't drive because I knew I'd be drinking. And That's smart. We were nice, at a, Jeff. yeah. We were at a party. So as a small party, more like a get together. So it gets kind of late. And something about the suburbs that 
you may or may not know, everything shuts down at like nine, mm-hmm. ten o'clock. Everything's done. We were leaving there. I don't remember what time it was. Like eleven o'clock, eleven mm-hmm. thirty. No Ubers anywhere. Thirty minutes of like canceling requests and like starting new ones. Mm-hmm. And we're uh, pretty far north. Bartlett is the suburb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's time to go home. It's time to get out of there. And eventually, this Uber comes from seemingly nowhere. It comes and picks us up, and it's supposed to be a certain car, right? It tells you what car it is, who the driver Mm -hmm. is, everything. So I walk up to this car that drives up to the house. It's not the right car. Hmm. And I go around to the driver's window. I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he says my name. So I'm like, okay, this is the right person. Mm-hmm. maybe he has the right phone mm-hmm. to pick he knows my name so i'm like all right well it's late i'm not gonna worry that it's the wrong car like we had trouble getting the ride in the first place right so we get in immediately when we get in the car he goes so where y'all want to go <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck it's an oop like yeah. to the destination to the place where I told you I want to go. He goes, y'all want to go downtown or something? It's Saturday night, but I'm like, no, I think, uh, or Friday night, I don't remember. I was like, no, I think we're just going to go to the place that I punched in. I'm like staying very vague. Like, I don't want to, I'm already sketched out. So he continues on and on about like, oh, I can take you downtown. He's like trying to do like off the meter work, essentially, wow. you know? And then we get there and he gives me some vague fucking fee that's mm-hmm. off the books. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Off the Uber book. Yeah, uh-huh. just can't yeah, just cancel the ride and I'll take you wherever <laughs> you want to go. You know? No, 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 no. Just give me like forty bucks. No, 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 no. I, I, I saw it coming, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> and who mm-hmm. knows how many people fall for it. Maybe it's twenty dollars. I don't know. But who knows how many people like are like, yeah, yeah, whatever. So I'm sketched out already, and then add that on. So we get going, and um, I don't know. I think he was drunk, Mm -hmm. the driver. I think he had been drinking because I'm pretty sure he took a wrong turn out of there, and we start going, like, north. (laughs) And I live south. Mm -hmm. I know that of where we were. Mm -hmm. We're going the wrong fucking way. And... I spoke up and I was like, hey, my guy, I think we're going the wrong way. <laughs> and uh, he immediately like turns the car and we start heading like in a different direction. He's like, oh, I think I got turned around. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like he's going to take us somewhere. Like all of a sudden, right away, my mind is just, like, turning. Robbed. And yeah. I've been drinking. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, uh-huh. really. All of a sudden, we get back on track, and I'm like, okay, we're heading in the right direction. It's like two, maybe three fucking streets that he had to take to get to where we were going. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, I'm feeling comfortable. I stop, like, looking where we're going, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're on the interstate. (laughs) I'm like, there was no reason for us to get on the fucking interstate, Mm -hmm. but... 
I did notice that there were we went past a couple cops. Mm-hmm. So I think he got sketched out. Mm-hmm. So he jumped on the interstate. Ah. I mean, you just get on the interstate, he can take an exit anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. And somebody could be like waiting to rob us mm-hmm. or I've seen taken. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually we get towards an exit that is near where we're going. And I'm like, okay, I can relax a little bit. Mm. I think we're going to the right place. But then like this cop comes up next to us on the interstate and it's like driving right next to us. Mm. And this dude, I'm sure he was drinking. He had been drinking. We were swerving lanes. Mm-hmm. I th- thought maybe we were going to run off the road when we were on one of those side roads. I was like, oh my mm. God. I was so nervous. I was like, I'm not even wearing my seatbelt back here. Did you think about like flagging the cop down? I thought about canceling the ride in the car, but I really didn't want to like piss him off. Mm-hmm. And also the amount of trouble we had getting that fucking ride. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so if we get out of this car somewhere, like, are we going to be able to get another yeah, ride? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> I'm kind of handcuffed mm-hmm. to this person that i don't know mm-hmm. it's so weird i just i wonder if he was like sharing the phone with somebody and they have like a because like he couldn't get an account or something or if it was like a stolen car and he's out looking for suckers i don't know it's just fucking so strange it could have been a stolen phone and he's yeah. using like some random ass uber account and going around and picking people up it's just so many things can go wrong in that sort of situation. We finally get back to um, the actual street that we're supposed to be going to. And uh, it's just it was just so weird. It was the weirdest drop-off. I was like, hey, man, thanks a lot for the ride. I'm going to tip you really well mm-hmm. for getting us here safely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you for getting us here. And, like, I immediately got out of the car and, like, had to light up a cigarette. I was like, dude, I don't even want to watch it. I don't even want this, this guy to see which house we get in. Yeah. Or anything. Uh-huh. I'm, like, just so sketched out. I'm like, did we just escape, like, a terrible situation because, or am I overthinking it? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know. It's just the most bizarre Uber ride. I've never had anything like that happen before. Have you? I'm surprised that you got an Uber to pick you up in Bartlett at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night. Yeah. I think Even on the weekend. From, I think he like, came from like up north. I don't know. Because I mean, it's I, sometimes late night, like out here. Yeah. I have a hard time. Like no, I'll, get, tried, I'll get one like, and they'll like, they'll leave the, they'll leave, have to leave the airport to come get me. Yeah. You know? So it's like, oh shit, I'm be here. I'm gonna be here for 20 minutes. You mm. know? Like if you're not midtown or downtown, mm-hmm. it's hard to get one of those things. Yeah, you can't get them in East Memphis. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. And Strange. the Twin Cities, where well, I'm in a good location, I can get them anytime. Uh-huh. Well, I guess people don't want to be just like, I don't know. It's a, such a strange business model, picking up strangers. I would, I would not want to be in getting in strangers' cars anywhere but Midtown or downtown, relying on an Uber to get home here. I yeah. don't know if I'll ever, ever Uber again. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but what are your options though? Like, if you want to go to a party and drink. No, a cab. You're probably safer calling a cab. <laughs> so cabs are reliable. They will come get you. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, it'll take 45 fucking minutes. Yeah. But you could know that you're going to leave in an hour and call the cab at that point. Yeah. 
To be Does fair. anybody really know they're ever leaving in an hour? Well, anywhere responsible people do. <laughs> well, you could you could set a deadline. I mean, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess you could have brought a tent and slept over there. This was the kind of party I didn't want to be the first one to leave. Oh yeah, yeah. And you couldn't get a ride with anybody, obviously. Didn't want to impose. Is it is it because um, it was a work party and you didn't want to be seen as weak, being the first one leaving? I was definitely the oldest person there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you had to be the drunkest person there. No, I was just not bowing out early. How about that? I got you. I like it. I'm hanging. <clears throat> oh, no. I'm hanging. I think it's cool that you got an invite to this party, and I didn't. Hmm. Well, I don't really want to get into all that, but I don't think I was, Brian, I don't think I was really invited. Yeah. I don't want to. I think you were somebody's plus one. I don't want anybody to hear this and get crossed about it, <laughs> but I don't think I was ever supposed to fucking be there. I think I was invited drunkenly yeah. and mistakenly uh-huh. and uh, never should have been there, <laughs> but whatever. I don't care. I mean, I said I was going to go. What am I supposed to do? Now say I'm not going because yeah. I suddenly feel weird about going? Mm-hmm. No, no just, I'm fucking no, you going. Gotta, you gotta go. And I'm not going to be the first one to leave no. either. I'm in. You fucked up. Hmm. Shouldn't have invited me. Anyway, it was the strangest Uber ride. Like I'm sketched out about Uber now. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've taken lots of rides and I've never worried about my safety. But... Never again will I get in a fucking Uber when it's not the right fucking car. Yeah, there you go. And I'm even going to go so far as to look at the little fucking picture of the person from here on out, which I've never, ever done. Like, does anybody really look at the little picture and make sure it's the right person picking I, them up? I've learned. It's uh, just yeah, I do. It's second nature to me to, like, check the license plate. Yeah. Um, Just because I've done so many like pickups from airports and stuff out of town. Oh yeah. And that's just like, that's I'm like okay, that's the it. car. And I mean, at airport pickup, there's like, yeah, they're lined I up. I mean, dude, in Las Vegas, there were a thousand minivans outside the airport. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well that's the right color minivan. Is it the license? Pl-? You know, I just you took a minivan in pl-. Vegas. Dude, there's so many minivans. Yeah. Man, you gotta, got a limo up in Vegas. Uh, bro. Minivan, minivans, <laughs> suburbans, <laughs> Tahoes, a lot of SUVs, a lot of, a yeah. lot of black SUVs. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. Black SUVs everywhere. Yeah. Black SUVs. Where the ball, all the ballers are in black SUVs, man. <laughs> yeah, the ballers and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm a baller. I'm in a black Tahoe Uber. I'm in the back. <laughs> I'm in the back. This thing's got air conditioning. <laughs> Somebody else is driving. <laughs> yeah, that was strange. Yeah, it's scary, man. I don't want to be in that position ever again, especially with no. the way the guy was driving, and I felt like he was loaded. I was like, this is fucking so bad. So bad. Awful. Never again. I, w- I won't allow it. I won't rush because I feel like you it's could, the only way to get somewhere. You, you right. could have called the cops. Yeah. Or text the cops. I mean, they could have pulled you guys over. Yeah. That might have been the way to go. And it would been, I mean, it would have been a whole other host of shit, but I don't yeah. know if I was in that situation maybe i would have done that yeah i probably should have because the cops were gonna be no matter how drunk you are oh well, i didn't do anything 
Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like they were going to be, they would have given you a ride home. Yeah, actually. they definitely would have. I've gotten rides home from cops before. Um, anyway, so what else has been going on? Uh, I worked every single day until today, I think. So all I've really done is work this week, you know? Went to that silly little get together, had that silly little ride home. <laughs> but today I played some golf bow. Ooh, where'd you play? We went to Club A, Audubon over here. Okay. Uh, which they're closing at the end of October. Permanently? No, they're going to renovate it. They're going to add oh, some nice. ponds, redo everything. and uh, You're trying to keep up with Overton? Well, the city's doing all the golf courses. Oh, nice. They did, they're did. they doing Pine Hill right now. No, you're going to do, what about Galloway? Galloway, I don't know. They read that. Galloway's public? Yeah. 15 years oh, ago, okay. Galloway's public, yeah. I don't know if they'll be doing that one, but they did Fox Meadows. They did some stuff at Fox Meadows. They redid Overton. They're doing Pine Hill. And then Audubon's next. I think they're just going to close it as soon as Pine Hill opens because they have so many like senior tournaments and stuff that happen like once a week, like huge games that they have to have somewhere to send them. Mm -hmm. Like Audubon is a very busy golf course. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're going to add a bunch of lakes and stuff. Huh. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be closed for a long time, probably a year. So they have to have somewhere. For everybody yeah. else to go but yeah we went over there it was okay it was fun i lost by two strokes what wasn't happy i didn't play very well i mean neither of us played exceptional i shot in the 80s which is normal but that left a couple strokes out there just, I, just you and rhino yeah it was hot i got i ran out of energy at the end definitely it happens you're getting older man it was just really hot it's like 100 degrees today. But it was great to like let some aggression and frustration out and also relax at the same time, which is what golf is to me. All right. What do you say we move on with the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Was there any NBA news? Uh, there was some schedule news, but schedule news yeah the schedule's like it's they're leaking out like uh certain periods like christmas day games mm -hmm. the schedule's not done but i think they let some shit slide out you know mm -hmm. is that how it works just to keep people like interested. i think it's to keep the media and people interested like media like there's probably a lot of journalists that are calling like come on what do we got going yeah. on Let's get something in the let's get something in the money news. Cycle. I need something to print. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so. I gotta uh, I haven't tweeted all day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can tell you who's opening day games. Mm -hmm. I can tell you Christmas day games. We have those. Yeah. But they're still subject to change. Mm -hmm. Like the schedule's not done. Bo, you had texted us earlier this week. Mm -hmm. You looked into your um Lowered expectations, team. Mm -hmm. Now, I would have nothing on my team yet. But you said you had something that you wanted to share about it. Yeah, so I was looking at the Oklahoma City Thunder. And um, 
their motivations this year? Do they want to be good? And if so, if they want to be competitive and try to win 40 plus games, which I think they're capable of, they have a lot of talent on that roster. Or are they going to reach a point where they've won? They're like, they're, they've started the season at seven and one and they have to dial it back a little bit. Shea Gillis Alexander pulls a hamstring and he's, then he plays a third, third of the games going forward. Like, is that like, that's what I'm worried about with this Oklahoma city thunder team hmm. is that they're going to, they're going to want to get one more top draft pick mm-hmm. out of the deal. Mm-hmm. I believe that you're probably right. So one other thing I'll say is I think that the Kings are going <laughs> to, they're going to be going for the plan. Right. And as we get down the stretch, <laughs> I have a feeling that the Kings are going to end up being more interesting. I fucking knew it. <laughs> Than the Oklahoma City Thunder, I will. Right. And and if if that's the case, what what do we do? Um. Well, why don't you watch that situation for us? I will. Why don't you watch some OKC games and say this team is awful, or are they trying to win? And if they're not trying to win. And let's say they go on like a ten game losing streak and they're just skidding out of control. We'll we'll pull a a hot route, man. We'll, yeah. We'll audible. We'll audible. As long as I mean, I'm gonna as keep up with the Kings. It has to be the Kings. It can't be any yes. other team. Yes. Now here's an interesting part about I mean, look, I've really have gone I've mm-hmm. done a lot of work. I followed Joe Musato. He's the Thunder Beat writer. You've already kind of leaned in. Yeah, I mean, I followed this guy on Twitter. That's I okay. To, I don't know what to do now. Well, and I read his read his mailbag today. Well, I think you're doing what exactly what you're supposed to be doing is you're keeping up with the team. Mm-hmm. So if if you feel like the, it's going in the wrong direction, I mean, well, then it's just going in the wrong direction, and we fucked up. The rehearsal is a failure. <laughs> but if, I hope I hope that actually it it does not. It'd, it'd be interesting to see. I think they're too talented. I think so too. I think they're going to be too good. And also, an interesting th- thing to me is uh, Shea Gilgris-Alexander, is uh, he's 24 years old, man. I know. So the gap between 18 or 19-year-olds that are coming out and him, that's five years. So how long is he going to be okay with just, like, sucking and building a team if that's what they're doing? I think he goes out and he tries to win. I think he to him it's like winning time, isn't it? Yeah. You look at him and you look at Ja Morant and you and you think about Shea's career so far, mm-hmm. and he's never been the type to like not try or tank games. He's a baller. He's a competitor. So I don't know how much longer they get away with keeping him and like trying to get high draft picks that's a five-year gap man that's a long time mm-hmm. Shay don't want to wait around man. i don't think so i feel like he's like okay well if this isn't enough then we need to like get some free agents we need to trade some of these picks away uh-huh. it's 24 man like john, yeah. john morant what's he like 23 John Morant <laughs> is uh, 23 and five days old. Yeah. So 
There you have it. Happy birthday, John Morant. August 10th. Is that why he was in that jewelry store uh, drinking tequila? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Buying tequila shots for randos. Buying their what? Their engagement ring or something? I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, Shay's just barely a year older than Ja. Yeah, so I don't know if he's seeing the league turning. Uh, I wouldn't want to be left behind on a losing team developing a losing culture. I think uh, I think they're talented enough to win. I think I, so, too. I, I don't think you're going to have to worry about it. I, I hope not. And I hope that Shea takes – I mean, he, he's clearly a really, really good basketball player. But, but last year he played 56 games, and the year before that he played 35. That team has so many – other dra- other teams draft picks that I don't think and they have like worrying about their own. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know they shouldn't actually, and they have all these overseas players stashed that I don't even know who. Like, I, I, there's a lot to unpack with the Thunder. I think it's with assets. Be, that's what I mean. It's it's very interesting, and I think you picked the right team. I don't think you're gonna have to worry about Sacramento. So <laughs> now, if I stop at a Love's Truck Shop, stop because that's their jersey uh-huh. sponsor. <laughs> What do I need to do? Do I need to just call you guys from the bathroom in there? Take a uh, shower? Do I need to take a shower to Love's? Yeah, you could do that. Just take a lot of selfies. Okay, just take a bunch of selfies at Love's. I don't need to necessarily take a shower at the truck shower. You could just take some selfies in there. Okay. <laughs> Maybe make a uh, video blog. I could put it on the website. Yeah. Or on the Instagram. No matter. which Whichever you would prefer. Bo at Loves. So mm-hmm. like how much money can I spend at Loves? <laughs> Just pulled up uh, real quick. The 2023 NBA draft. Uh-huh. Thunder have, in round one, they have their own pick and the Clippers pick in the first round, and they have the right to swap. With who? With the Clippers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not going to probably no. be very valuable. No, no, no. But that's just next year. 2024, they have their own pick in round one. They have the Clippers first round pick. Now, um, if, which is top four protected, mm-hmm. and they have the Rockets' first round pick, which could be good. Oh, uh, could be. No, I take that back. The Clippers' pick and it would be unprotected. Uh, the Rockets' pick is pr- top four protected. Okay. Damn. Now the way the Rockets are now, I would yeah. say that's they're probably not going to get that that yeah. year. It'll <laughs> probably carry over to the next year. The point is they have. Lots of other teams' picks to use to build their team. Just going to go out there and play and grow. That's what they absolutely should do. They're not going to. I don't think they'll be a like the Grizzlies and surprise everybody and be like a playoff team. But I think they're going to be competitive. I went from last week actively rooting for Bo to have to watch the Kings, <laughs> and now I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want the Thunder to be bad enough for Bo to have to switch teams. I think I want Bo to be able to watch like a not awful, not terrible bottom of the league Thunder team. Well, it's also a small market, the Thunder, and a team that I don't think is going to get a – well, Chet brings coverage, uh-huh. I think. But also, like, it's really – it would be really interesting to hear about yeah. for me – on this podcast to hear about the Thunder every week. I think Giddy is going to have a good enough second season where he's not going to draw like a, a 
huge media spotlight, but I yeah. think more people are mm-hmm. going to be talking yeah. about the Thunder this yeah. season and not just because of Chet. Yeah, I think so. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised, Bo. But we'll see. I hope so. This this is an experiment. This is the fun of having something to do. Mm-hmm. This is why we do this. And I did rehearse this before. <laughs> did you? How many times? Like well, dozens? Yeah, it kept. I kept. Door City. The, it feel, yeah, it took a while. And I've actually been to several Love's truck stops to talk about talking about going to Love's truck stops. Dude, stop. that's what you should do. Go to Love's truck stops and talk about the thunder with the Lokes. Yeah, I don't know where the closest Love truck stop is. I'm going to look it up. Talk to the locals. What do you so guys think I was, about these fucking thunder? Huh? So Did I'm going to say. coming back? <laughs> so Shea Gills Alexander has 128,000 Twitter followers. That's a lot right? of people. But how many does Ja Moran have? 30% of those are bots. Ja has 2.3 million. I was going to say like 1.5. Whoa. Ja Moran is so exciting. And also, he's more active probably. Yeah, on for Twitter. sure. Like, I don't know what Shay's activity rates are, but Ja is very active Shane, in social Shane media. Shane on there talking shit to Draymond Green. Right. <laughs> this is Memphis stuff, but like Memphis Warriors is going to be the best rivalry in basketball oh, there's a there's a loves let's see how far is that from me oklahoma it's pretty far there is the loves travel stop not a truck stop bro if it's 30 minutes 30 minutes from here listen if it's not in oklahoma then it doesn't count no what's the matter i with feel you? like if they have thunder jerseys it counts not where he's talking about. Oh, it it, it, it opens. Maybe they do. It's going to be right. brand new. It opens August eighteenth. Oh, wow. Oh, are you? Is it August eighteenth yet? It's in a in couple three, days. Three days. Uh, you got to go to that grand opening with I your thunder jersey. No, with a white T-shirt that says "Thunder" <laughs> and marker on it. <laughs> it's right by the casino too. You got a sharpie at home? Yeah. I, spend the night at the I casino kind of question is that yeah uh, kate i'm leaving <laughs> what kind of question is that kate i gotta go to this uh loaves opening no i'm not a bunch all. of like acrylic paints and shit he's got three kids right like yeah we got all sorts of shit and all sorts of art shit um but dazzler but you have three children right that is i didn't just no i have three okay children. i was making sure i didn't just like create a, a third child for you out of thin air no you rehearsed this you know yeah I've been combing your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty pretty Count, sparse. Counting children. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what's in episode two of rehearsal and what's in episode three. And I'm like so tempted to ask you about things, but I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I'm just not gonna say anything. Cause I can't I can't tell them apart. Cause when I watched the rehearsal, I started episode one. Mm-hmm. And then I get to the new one. <laughs> well, you just think of episode two and then episode three. Two times three is the rate of speed I was going when I crashed my Scion PC. Jeff, you want some of this cider? It's kind of weird. These Dash Fire Bourbon Old Fashions are 38% alcohol yeah, per good. volume. The 38 is the number of longevity. Mm-hmm. 
in Equinox. Yeah. Psalms 1345. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the meaning of longevity. Jeff, we got to uh, we got to end this podcast cuz I, I got to just got to go home and get a good night's sleep. <laughs> 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 Baby crying loud. <laughs> <laughs> Now, hit the baby crying. <laughs> I don't think he's seen the mirrors yet, Bo. No, the mirrors are. I haven't. Okay. No, no, just oh, just bear with me. Shush. Me, I didn't do me it. A, give me another week. I know I we're not recording it. next week, but by the next time we're on this podcast, I will have watched it and rewatched it. <laughs> I assure just you. Just don't go to the Reddit page. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, can't, I can't let it. I can't get spoiled. What's the, what's the Reddit page? I forget. Well... Nathan for you is like the the big one because that's okay. from his first show on Comedy oh, Central. Oh, okay, and so that's. But I I think I'm members in uh, the rehearsal and Nathan for you, <laughs> so I see everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about Doctor Fart's credentials. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, can I get a beer? Yeah. What Are we want? trying to share that one? Yeah, you want to you want to you want to snort off of this. Spoil the rest of that in your little highball glass. This is called highball, or it's called low ball. It's a 16-ounce big slugger, citrusy highball cider. You're going to want that ice. This can can sit out a second. Iced beer? I don't think so. It's citrusy, bright. Should you pour it in this one? Whiskey-y, complex, bubbly, and fresh. I didn't hear a word you said. Here you go, Jeff. Pour it up in there. Yeah, dump it right down the middle. There you go. The glass is cold, so that'll chill it. Yeah. All I heard was gluten free. It is that. <laughs> it's got a cool uh, baseball with some long legs. Oh. On the can. Baseball. I'm so over baseball. I'm ready for football to start. Jeff, you're not a. Not a fan of fantasy baseball, are you? No, I'm fine with it. I like the camaraderie that comes along with it. We have a pretty active group text. I like uh, I like the challenge uh-huh. more than anything. If there's anything I need in my life is fucking challenges. Right, yeah. I'm hoping you'll you'll stick around. Oh, absolutely. You'll stick around next season, right? You're in, right? Dude, yeah. Good. Until I win back-to-backs and then they just dissolve the league. Sure. That's what happened with football. <laughs> You remember that? The Pizza League? I just got tired of dealing with that shit. I stopped watching football. You could have taken it over at any point, I didn't want it. Exactly. That shit was a pain in the ass, dude. No, fuck that shit. Yeah. I don't want to run it. I got the basketball league. I never want to be the commissioner of any fantasy league ever again. I got the basketball league. sucks. I only run basketball because basketballs, you got to keep it where the heart is. Mm -hmm. These other fantasy sports are just for fun. Basketball is not for fun at all. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's not. That's serious fucking business. I can't wait to unleash my new strategy. Yeah. Ooh. I'm so fired up. I've been thinking about it basketball? all offseason. Yeah. Fantasy basketball. All 6'8 oh. guys. <laughs> all wings. My, all 27. You guys are going to fucking lose fantasy basketball this year. I can't wait. I'm going to be in first place week one and week 30. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, Jeff. I can't fucking wait. Drafting, just all, drafting all white dudes will get you kicked out of the league. <laughs> it will. Yeah. That's not that's not my move, bro. Well, you then you can't draft Jokic because I know you're going for Jokic. Draft whatever I want. And I'm not going to fucking tell you what I'm doing. Well, you, clearly you're drafting Jokic. Like, I, I'm not telling you, dickhead. We will be doing a uh, mock draft and you just on like, the podcast. Oh, yes. And you're going to fake it. I'm not doing my real strategy at all. I will talk about my strategy after the draft. What the fuck? The mock draft will just be talking out how we would draft, but I can't do my real one. My typical draft strategy is just watching Evan spend all his money on, like, his first two picks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he ends up with, like, James Harden (laughs) or Kevin Durant when he's not playing. And then Webb Zion. also auto draft. Zion. Zion. <laughs> he always ends up with somebody very expensive that uh-huh. doesn't play very much. Uh-huh. Every year. He won it once, didn't he? Where's the where's this trophy? It's not His updated. His name's on there. No, the biggest mistake Evan made was giving that trophy to me because I'm not going to fucking update it. Yeah. Why is it here? There he is. There it is. Trophy. The worst part about this trophy, which is the trophy for our fantasy basketball, is that he put the fucking year that it was made on it. <laughs> 13. <laughs> Champions League 13. <laughs> oh, right, right. He just. So it has like a born on date. <laughs> You should have you post you should post a pic of this trophy it's on, on the like Instagram. Okay. It's on Google. It's on the Instagram. For all of our listeners, it's a it's a it's a Stroma Swift bobblehead with his head painted gold. Very shittily glued to a pedestal. <laughs> yeah, it's got like Evan written the, all over it. You can see it. the glue around the edges of where the bobblehead meets the pedestal. It's just a perfect representation of how Evan handles things. <laughs> just fucking like shoddy work i got some glue who cares about the final product it's done <laughs> i got it done boss brian that cider beer was pretty good yeah what else do we have to drink i was very excited to see this at the liquor store oh one of my favorite breweries in town crosstown brewing uh, uh pre-pandemic i would go to their tap room they're okay and uh, they had on tap only a margarita goza, oh, which what? is like a it's like a sour <laughs> margarita beer. Mm-hmm. I've had um, it. Oh. Probably the last big DJ show I played, I did at a bar called Growlers here in town, and they had this on tap. And Ooh. I drank like ten of these fucking things, like ten pints of this. It's like guzzling it all night. We'll be at Growlers oh, no. next month. It's like yeah, we will. From right. spill, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, they had it on tap, uh. bugging these guys. I'm like, are you ever going to can this beer? Yeah, God, it's seasonal. I don't know. You know, it's popular mm-hmm. on tap. We'll look at canning it. They're canning it now under a different name. It's called Boat Drinks, <laughs> but it is the Margarita Goza. Boat Drinks, interesting. Very excited for this beer. Love this beer on tap. <clears throat> all right 
That's exciting. Excited to have it out of can. Crosstown Beer & Co. It's a Brian's birthday week miracle that we have this beer to enjoy. Today. Yeah? Yeah. Your birthday's Wednesday. It is. This Wednesday. This Wednesday. 42 years old. 42 years old. Nice. 19 years older than John Morant? That's good. Hey, Bo. Not as yes. good as on tap, but it's good. <clears throat> Do you know how old Elvis was when he died? It's like 43, wasn't he? Brian's age. He's 42 years old. Okay. Uh, I should have just guessed that. So, and actually, that's tomorrow, Jeff. The anniversary of his death is tomorrow. Elvis is the vigil. It was this weekend, wasn't it? Well, his death day is August sixteenth, nineteen seventy-seven. Oh my god, it's it's getting too real, dude. Brian, it's getting too real. Do you know why Elvis died? Because he took too many opioids and he couldn't shit. Why was he taking opioids though? Right, like that's the question. Yeah. Because he was worked into the it's a fucking ground. Chronic pain of being a superstar. Nobody worked as hard as Elvis. I, Except for you. You could art, I, I work pretty hard. Me, so, pretty much me and James Brown. It's like. And Elvis. You know, working really hard like you and Elvis do. Mm -hmm. It's a quick way to get put in the ground. I could die any time now. Yep. I do work pretty hard. Too hard. Probably. Too goddamn hard. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the beer, Jeff? It's salty. Lime. Yeah. Limerita. It's a summer beer. I like it. It's still summer. No. No, no, no. Definitely no, still no, no, summer no, 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 no. with this thing. No. Yeah, this is summer beer. We will. I will allow summer to be extended through the weekend for <laughs> this my This is birthday. a summer beer. But that's it. Summer yeah, yeah, like summer, summer ends at your birthday, done. right? Summer. To, yeah. Ends on your birthday That's, yes. <laughs> every year. <laughs> yes, the weekend after my birthday, summer's over. That is so selfish. It's, I don't care. <laughs> How can you declare your birthday the end of summer? No more partying after my birthday for the year. For the year. Until. It's absurd. I mean, until holiday season. <laughs> We just need to not party until like Thanksgiving week. All right. Can we just, can we do that? Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Um, <laughs> let's move on with the podcast. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're okay. I don't hate them. It's like if you, if it's like if you mixed a margarita with a beer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, interesting. Could be colder. I think. Yeah. Could yeah. be colder. I bought them today warm and stuck them in my fridge. Mm hmm. Probably not optimal temperature. It's a sour tasting thing. It's good though. I like it. I don't give a fuck. It's good. Thank you. Much appreciated. Anytime. What's you say? <laughs> we talk look. Uh -huh. Listen. Listen. Uh-huh. Last week we talked about talking about the Grizzlies. Uh -huh. Memphis Grizzlies season expectations. So what's going on around here? What's up with the Grizz? 
What are our expectations? I've been asking people all week. Ooh, what random, are they saying? Random people. Yeah. Everyone I can, like, when I have time. Yeah. Downtime or whatever. I got. What do you think? You're catching, you're probably catching to-go orders. Dude, no. I'm asking and everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All around town. What do you think? Most people's expectations are they're definitely a playoff team mm-hmm. and they definitely get through the first round. Yep. That's the consensus feel that I get. Now, when you start asking about how far in the playoffs they can go, mm-hmm. it varies. Some people say Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Let's say the Grizzlies are like not in the same early bracket as the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can see it. The Warriors are the roadblock, are they not? I well, I think any any number of teams could be the roadblock, mm-hmm. depending on how the standings shake out. Mm-hmm. You got Kawhi being Kawhi, that's a roadblock. You have Chris Ball playing all the games. That's another roadblock. Warriors, of course. Mm-hmm. Our roadblock, but I think the roadblocks kind of well. The Nuggets, you don't want to fuck with Jokic, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jaron versus Jokic sounds fun. You're counting well, on that team being healthy. The Denver, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they will be, I think. But let's assume all teams are healthy going into the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's the best way to look at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like everybody they have ev- they have full rosters. So by that metric. Let's assume the Lakers are healthy. Yeah. Going into the playoffs. Yeah. As well. There's too many good teams in the West. I don't think this has come to a surprise to anybody listening to this. There's too many good teams in the West for the amount of playoff spots. Uh-huh. There's going to be good teams outside looking in. I don't think anybody in Memphis expects the Grizzlies to be one of those teams that doesn't make it just to recap the Grizzlies finished with the second best record in the league last season. Mm -hmm. They were second in the West behind the Phoenix Suns. They were a two seed going into the NBA playoffs. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Suns will have like a drop off. I don't think they're going to win 64 games again. I'm going to go ahead and say no Western conference team is going to win 64 games this upcoming season. I believe it. It is going to be a dog fight. I believe it. It's going to be disgusting. Yeah. It's like, going to be a slog through the mud. Maybe high 50s. Yes. It's hard to say. So I think the Suns have a little trail off. I think the Warriors will be better. But I could also see the Warriors like doing some spar shit, coasting sure. through. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the last month, like, everybody's, like, really pushing and they're getting ready for the playoffs. It's what they did last year. At the top of the playoffs, the top four or five positions, probably top four positions are going to be totally fucking interchangeable. And it'll be whoever's getting wins the most games that last month at the playoffs is going to end up with that top seed, I think. I could see you talk about, like, kind of game managing. Right. I could see the Suns doing it. Really? Yeah. I could see the Warriors doing it. The Clippers are going to have to do it because they have <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. I could see the Lakers doing it as well. Uh-huh. Uh, what about the uh, Timberwolves? The Timberwolves ain't game-managing shit. 
No. And they made, the Grizzlies they swung, they also. swung for a huge trade. They're trying to win every game they can. So are the Grizzlies. So are the Mavericks. Right. The Grizzlies. So are the Nuggets. The Grizzlies are going to go out there and try to win every night. Yes. One thing interesting to me is the Jaron absence. Uh-huh. He's out five months or whatever it is. <laughs> so that puts him back around Christmas time. Anybody want to take a stab at the Grizzlies record before Christmas last year? Just I guess. would say they were 20 and 10. Okay. I would say they were 30 games. I would say I think they, they played were... more than 30 games. They played like 35 games. Okay. I would say they were 15 and 20. They were 19 and 14. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. So that's, okay. Oh, that was when they were going back and forth between 500. Okay. So, do you think without Jaron, they can be 19 and 14? Can they be 500? I think they can be 500. I I'm worried so. about Jaron when he was on the court. The defense was really good. Mm-hmm. So, they've got a couple young guys, I think, that will be moving up in the rotation that can fill in. I think Santi Aldama is going to get run. They're going to use Killian Tilly, Xavier Tillman, Brandon Clark, Stephen Adams, Zaire Williams. They lost the little guy, DeAnthony Melton, Tuna. Our Tuna's gone. But in comes John Conchar off the bench. I think they're going to be okay. I think they can be better than 500 by Christmas without Jaron. It wouldn't surprise me if... Regardless of how great he is on defense, which I'm totally yeah. aware of, obviously. wouldn't surprise me if Conchar gets a lot of run at power forward, like even mm-hmm. starting. Uh, they made a commitment to him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a reason for that. Well, um, and then there's all these uh, rookies, big rookies too. Roddy. True. And those guys, I mean... LaRavia. The Raver Taylor Jenkins has shown that like he will give rookies run. I mean, there there were points in the last season. I remember texting you, Jeff, and it's crunch time at the end of games, mm-hmm. and I'm texting you going, "Why is Zaire Williams out there?" Mm-hmm. Well, is that is that Jenkins or is that management telling I th- him? I think it's a both sides understanding the yeah. importance of it mm-hmm. in a growth There's a plan season. In place. Yeah, like that's nuts. Hey, if we lose two games this season because we overplayed Zaire, mm-hmm. so be it. Mm-hmm. This guy is going to be so good when we get a final product. It ended up working out, I feel. You have to play the guys. They got to play. You started playoff games. Like, it ended up working out. Yeah, they got to play. They got to get their fucking sea legs. So I think Taylor will give the rookies a little bit of run. I think so. But they've got Conchar, they've got BC. They've got Tillman. I think those guys kind of man those Jaron minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it, Brandon Clark. I don't know if it matters. Yeah, I don't know if it matters who starts. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me if Conchar started, just to kind of keep Tillman and BC in that kind of like mm-hmm. that bench role. I you think know, just I think Conchar, some consistency. You know? I think Conchar is more of like a uh, wing player for them. At the big spot, I see Brandon Clark and Tillman. And Santi Aldama. And then I see Roddy and LaRavia yeah. moving 
to the forward spots. Mm-hmm. I just I don't see Conchar as a big. I don't see him being able to keep up defensively against other bigs. I mean, Roddy and the Raver are. Uh, stop me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like they're, they they kind of feel that kind of stretch for Conchar six five. You can't hang with six nine guys. Yeah. But I mean, if you're spreading the floor and letting Stephen Adams do work in the post, mm-hmm. well, that's where something to remember also is we also have like Stephen Adams has a he's had a full season of gel with these guys. Mm-hmm. Like he's not coming out of training camp mm-hmm. trying to figure out how he fits in. He knows how he fits in with this team now. Mm-hmm. He's built a relationship with Ja and Bain and Dylan. He knows how to play with all these guys. He's not trying to figure anything out. Mm-hmm. I think my point is that I think they'll be okay. I think they can go 19 and 14 again. There you go. <laughs> and then Jaron comes back. Mm-hmm. I think they'll survive without him. I think it's like a huge, huge loss to not have him for, regardless, uh, six months. I'd heard okay, January. Brings him back I'd January. January yeah. was when he'd be back. So if you take January into consideration, Jan- in January last year, like between Christmas and January 13th, they won one, two, 11 straight games. Between Christmas and January 13th, they won 11 straight games last year. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of skews the uh, – you can't expect that again. Yeah. That, that's while Ja was out, right? They went on a crazy run while Ja was out with Tyus starting at point guard. Because, I, I mean, I just remember the general no, consensus being that when Ja got hurt, we were like, oh, God, that's it. <laughs> no, I don't think that was the stretch where Ja was out. He played those games. Hmm. It was not while Jaw was out. I think there was another stretch with Jaw was out. Jaw Morant was out like in uh, March, I think. Oh, was it March? Yeah, I think so. I feel I feel like it was earlier in the season. He was out in November oh. to Christmas, almost. <clears throat> and then he was out. In March. He had a big stretch uh-huh. in March. Yeah. In April. Mm-hmm. They missed 12 games. Then he came back December 20th and played 28 minutes against OKC. December 20th. And then he played oh, okay. about the sa- same amount of minutes the next three games. And then he his minutes were ramped back up. It looked like he kind of trailed off for 10 games. In the last, like the last two games of that 10-game stretch, they tampered his minutes down, though they did play Detroit. It looks like they won by 30. So they played 24 minutes that game. Yeah. And then he did not play. And then when he got on, back, they went on like on an 11-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he got back. He came back and they lost those first two, and everybody was like, we're better without Jaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then they went on an 11-game winning streak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that fucking I remember that yeah. horse shit. Stupid ass shit. <laughs> the fans, like the local fans that, that uh, bought their some assholes twelve dollars lower seat tickets, or like thought he was gonna be funny or something. Yeah, Josh just ignored it. Well, yeah, but I think it came from an area of seating that he didn't expect it. Hear that kind of thing. That's Great. the kind of shit you hear from the cheap seats, not from core sides. 
anyway. Yeah, so I don't think it's unrealistic to see the Grizzlies hang around 500 without Jaron based on their depth. There's plenty of guys that can plug in. And even if they do only hang around 500, after Jaron gets back, there's plenty of season left. Turn it on. Yeah. Um, expectations. What are y'all's expectations? What do you guys think? Now, do you guys remember off the top of your head what their seed was last year? Their seed? Yeah. Overall the, the, or in the West? In the West. Two. In the West. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like they're going to be a two seed again? Well, that's the thing is, uh, I think, like we said earlier, like the top four are going to be so tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think Phoenix will run away with it. No. So it could really jumble. Um, I think home court isn't an unrealistic expectation. What do you think, Bo? Uh, no, I think they could be, a, I think they could be a top four seed. And if they weren't, I'm not going to be up like, say that they've taken a huge step back and I think it's all taken in context. Yeah. Yeah. Jaron's out, out to to start and then (laughs) Kawhi's back and Pat Beverly's on Utah. So Uh I think with those three things specifically, Uh yeah. What do you think, Brian? No, I think that, uh, I think it's unrealistic to expect they're going to be a two seed in the West next year. That would be great. Because they're going to be the one seed. Yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) What are we talking about here? The fan. The Grizzlies. The fan wants it. The fan says, dude, come on. They're going to be the best team. Yeah. They're going to go undefeated. They're not going to lose a game. Mm -hmm. Realistic expectations. Um. Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's realistic to expect them to get home court advantage. Yeah, I think so. If they don't, if they're a five or sixteen six seed, I think that it's going to be so close in the Western Conference that even as a five and six seed, I think they can still win in advance of the second round. I really do. Mm-hmm. Western Conference Finals. It's just going to be a slog. Sure, why not? <laughs> I think so. I think these teams are all. These teams we're talking about are also close. Yeah. They're also like yeah. evenly matched. I think Bane's gonna be better. Bane's gonna be better. Zaire is gonna be better. Zaire's gonna be better. Like I said earlier, Stephen Adams has had a year to gel with these guys. We got our awesome back like the best backup point guard in the league, Tyus Jones. Tyus got his money. Yeah. Which was which was huge. The best backup point guard in the league. Maybe the Best free agent signing in all of the NBA. <laughs> yes. This offseason. It might be. <laughs> who would argue with that? <laughs> I, I, who else? Would was, you like to argue with it? Call in like, and argue. Call the number. Like Taj Gibson? <laughs> Gallinari? Like what else? What other free agent was like a better signing? PJ Tucker out there somewhere. Didn't he change teams? He went to... Um, who did he go to? Is he better than Tyus? He went to Philly. I'm joking. That was the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. I think everything, everything is very, very evenly well, matched. I really do. I think the Suns are not... The Suns are not going to win 64 games. There's no way. They don't repeat that. 
And they probably so. load man load manage. I think there's too much bullshit around. Golden it. State probably load manages. Keldon Johnson resigned with the Spurs. That might be a yeah. That might good. be slightly better. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Who's thinking Maybe. About the Spurs though? Maybe. <laughs> okay. I think, I think it's going to be. I think the top five seeds in the West are going to be so evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Even the top six. Okay, so let's move to playoffs. Seeding is not going to matter. As much, it, it, I want the home court advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they'll get that. But if you get the five or six seed, it's still possible. I think the in the next step of evolution for the Grizzlies is like securing home court advantage in the playoffs consistently. Yeah, for for a second year in a row. I don't think it's far fetched. Mm-hmm. I think they have the depth to do it. I think they can have the talent to withstand the Jaron absence. I think they'll be okay. And who knows? Um, if one of these rookies turns out to start blossoming, there may could be a room for a trade. To me, it's always been Dylan, the tradable guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that so makes sense. How many guys we have <laughs> that can play that wing spot? Out of the tradable guys we have, and I say tradable, let's assume that Bain, Ja, Jaron are tradable. Mm-hmm. Out of our tradable guys, you can get the most value out of Dylan. I think so. I don't want to trade Dylan. No. I'm right or die with Dylan. I mean, tell me what you're going to get back that's better. Well, I can tell you what you can put into that spot instead is Zaire. And then you have Roddy and Jake LaRavia coming off the bench. So I, it's like it's like addition by subtraction. I'm, I'm just, if I'm not if ready those guys sh- show up, in. well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's what I just said. I started it out with that. I said if if one of these young guys starts to show serious improvement and promise, mm-hmm. then you have expendable depth here. Yeah, and I could easily and, and if it's one spot and one player, mm-hmm. it's the wing, mm-hmm. and it's Dylan Brooks. Yeah. You're not going to trade the younger guys on rookie deals. No. So if that's what I'm saying, like I yeah. love Dylan too, and even Bain has called him the heart and soul of the team. But when you look at the death chart and you say, well, what if Loravia turns it on or Roddy is crushing mm-hmm. in the long run, we're better off with Dylan out of the way. And what can we get back? Maybe some size, maybe a, a real backup center or a backup power forward, or maybe a, some picks. I don't fucking know. But You've got to get a playable player, though. I, I feel like you have to. You've got to get a guy that can play in the rotation. If you're giving up a Dylan Brooks, we're talking about these guys having home court advantage in the postseason. I think you just hope that – I think you keep Dylan Brooks for his defense. Mm-hmm. And his offense is a wild card. Have you watched you, David Roddy play? I, I mean, I have not watched any of his tape. And no, not really. I've seen some highlights. He's like the it, same guy. <laughs> Bo, Dylan. <laughs> Bo, we're. Is this weird to you? We're hearing Jeff advocate for a rookie, for a rookie playing in a veteran spot on a playoff team. That's super I'm, weird. I said if they show improvement and turn it on. 
sometime in the season. I heard you. And and this season, Jeff, on January 22nd. What is this, a championship roster? What are you talking about? How old does Dylan Brooks turn? Yeah, is this the best Dylan we're going to get? 27. Oh, if this is the best Dylan's going to be, then it's trade time. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Jeff's ready to trade prime Dylan. I was ready to trade Dylan three years ago there like every other game i'm ready to um, alternate trade dylan keep dylan <laughs> yeah we do that don't we i'm i've been on the I'm keep guilty. Dylan. well then I'm that so means guilty. trade him if you can't decide whether to yeah. keep him or not if he's not consistent enough to keep him then you trade him i think you trade dylan for mike conley and pat beverly you're in you're just playing this is just yes. a, is this just a game to you <laughs> well this is not a rehearsal i'm not talking about <laughs> rehearsal as far as you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'd look at the roster and I'd say, damn, they got a lot of small forwards. A lot of wings. That's all I'm a saying, guys. A lot of wing depth. Guys, that's all I'm saying. If something like Zaire mm. or Roddy or LaRavia, who was a lottery pick, right? Just saying. I understand where you're That's from, the Jeff. guy. Like nobody else in my opinion is the guy that gets traded. <laughs> if No, I agree. He's happens. he's the he's the highest value trade piece we have. Yeah. Without a doubt. And in a spot where we have a lot of depth and uh potential and uh, areas where we could use growth. Mm-hmm. Do it now or you wait. Is Dylan part of the franchise forever? He's expiring, right? This is the last. This I is the last so. year on his deal. I think so. Yeah, he's got a contract through this year, and then it expires. Expiring. But they could. They could extend him. They could. Yes. Getting back to expectations. We haven't quite. We, said we that. all just agreed, just championship or bust, or what? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they don't win, trade everybody. Yeah. yeah. Rings are nothing. I say it's all. This year is going to be all within context of how the rest of the league looks and then who their bracket is in the playoffs. Give me they a ring be- or hit the road. <laughs> so that's a very reasonable way to look at things, and I agree with you. Depends on first-round matchup, second-round matchup. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would love – and it depends on, yeah, like you said, how it shakes out. And uh, I want I would to see lo- them get home yeah. court advantage, but if they don't, I don't feel like it's the end of the world. I think that I really do – if, like I said, if rolling into the playoffs, if everybody's healthy, every player on every roster is healthy, then I think it's I think it's a dogfight. I think it's one of the toughest conferences we've seen in a while. I yeah. really do. And I hope they play the Timberwolves again. It will be fucking awesome. No, they won't because the Timberwolves um, aren't going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> I I do, think do, Edward. Do, do, do. Yeah, I think Edwards Edward is going to be good, expectations. though. Um, if the Timberwolves are in, then who is out? Because the Clippers would be in. Clippers are in, right? Utah, you could say they're out. You'd say, yeah. you'd say Utah's out. Yeah. Okay. And then, and, and then we just think the Lakers and the Blazers and – and, and you got the Pelicans. <laughs> Pelicans. Maybe 
maybe Luca and Christian yeah, Wood the, doesn't work. I can't imagine that happening. Are not better. Dude, I think it works. If Luca's healthy, they're a playoff team. Yeah. Luca wins them fifty games, yeah. no matter what. I think Luca and Christian Wood works. Tim Hardaway is healthy next season. This season, right? Luca wins back. them forty games, which gets them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If the Grizzlies are not a playoff team, I will be disappointed. I I hope they'll be a top four seed, but if they're a five or six seed, that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Play in would be a disappointment, but would be fun nonetheless. I worry about their def like their defense for the first half of the year with Jaron out. Mm-hmm. I think Adams is I think Adams is a good basketball player, a good team defender but I think that only gets you so far as far as how the game is being played with the as they say the switchability and the roaming defense that Jaron offers so that's where I'm at it sounds like your expectations are just that they'll make the playoffs yeah they're going to be good and hopefully win the first a first round series yeah I have more expectations than just making the playoffs I think they're okay. better than that. I think home court is the expectation. Okay. Five, six doesn't work. It's not enough. Mm-hmm. It doesn't display dominance the way that I believe they will want to. Like, job, they, all the shit talking that they do. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just worried about losing Tuna and Kyle. Those guys are. Uh-huh. Well, that's really where Zaire on- and Dylan step up and Conchar. Yeah. Dylan was out most of the year last year, so he adds some mm-hmm. perimeter defense. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Santi Aldama is a player. I think a lot of people are looking at him to take a leap. Somebody's going to start a power forward for a couple months. Well, it's BC, man. Ain't it? I think they like him off the bench. I do too. Well, when the bench guy, when the starter gets hurt, the bench guy has to start. Yeah, no, no, I'm, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but I, th- I think for the sake of consistency. Brandon Clark's old role is Santi's role. Yeah. You start Santi Aldama or you start Zaire, I guess, maybe. I don't know. I don't want Zaire banging in the post. I don't feel like that's his game. No. It's not um, what we saw from him last year. No. But that true. could change. True, true, That true. could change. Yeah, his role last year was stand in the corner and wait for the ball. My expectations are home court advantage. Mine as well. Or first place in the league <laughs> and Western Conference Finals, unless they run into the Warriors before that, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. The Warriors, I feel like, are the roadblock. Hey, right, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. It's a lot, but. Don't sell Terrence Mann short. John Wall mm-hmm. first. John Morant. I don't know. Terrence Mann's my guy, too. Jock on Cook, John Wall. Shit. Yeah. It's going to be tough. But I think uh, home court advantage. That's what I think. That's my expectation. I agree. I think what Bo's saying and what I agree with is, like, a five and six seed, I'm not going to lose my mind over it because I think we can win. If they make it to the Western Conference Finals, I'll be fucking shocked. That's because I know how hard that is to do. And that's... It's only happened once. It's very hard to do. 
I'll be shocked, but I'll also be like, now it's time. Uh-huh. Like they're going to be in the finals somewhere in the next three years if they make it to the finals uh-huh. because of how young they are. I'll be shocked, though. I don't think they're good enough for that. And that goes against uh, a lot of people's expectations. But I think they can withstand the Jaron injury and I think a home court advantage. That's where you put the bar. Like anything less is a disappointment, I think, with this squad. I think we need to call it. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting tired. I think we talked about the Grizzlies a lot. That's what we aim to do. If you're listening to this and you have thoughts about the Memphis Grizzlies, what are your expectations? I asked around a lot. Uh And that's how I kind of came to my conclusion of what was realistic and what people are thinking and what I think. Uh I kind of brought all those things together. Those are the expectations around here. And if you're listening to this and you have a different thought of expectations and you can explain it in a reasonable manner in three minutes or less, (laughs) call the House of Hoops hotline at 901-365-75 and tell us your expectations for the Memphis Grizzlies. I know we have a lot of Memphis listeners. Y'all just ain't... Y'all just ain't participating, and it's fine. Let's call it a show. Bo, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Brian, thank you for coming. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for coming in. That's enough for today. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Thank you.